So welcome back, guys, to our October edition of the Rights Respecting Podcast. I'm joined here by Mr Hughes as usual. So, Mr Hughes, I'm going to ask you, what is your favourite colour? Silver. Why is it silver? Because we just got accredited by UNICEF as a silver rights respecting school. So we've been working towards this for the last couple of years. We've been meeting uh, at lunchtime at least once a week, every single week, week in, week out. We've done World Children's Day, we've done Afghan Appeal, we've done loads and loads of stuff. We've spoke yep. at assemblies. Yep. We've worked really hard, so as an ambassador, so the ambassadors have really been the ones that pushed us forward. And we were in some intense meetings, I would call it, this yeah. morning. But yeah. worth it meetings, it was worth the intensity. I think the reward was yeah. worth the intensity, so... So this morning we were in a meeting with um, our UNICEF assessor um, and he met with staff and pupils and our senior management team. Very high-powered, wasn't it? It was like... Yeah, it, was. it was. like... A, Charged. Yeah, it was like a boardroom. <laughs> it was, It eh? was great because... Got me and you wore suit jackets, so it must have been like a boardroom. Been, so. It must have been important. But I think the pupil, the pupil group was the group that was... They were stars. Fantastic. They yeah. really um, managed to articulate to... Um, to UNICEF how um, far we've come in terms of our rights journey and all the great things that happen in this school, the focus on health and wellbeing, the focus on mental health, the focus on children's rights in general. So it was really, really, really emotional actually to see. It was. The two of us said that it was emotional because it means a lot to us, but it's also meant a lot to the kids to get there. So that that was really good. It's a bit of a momentous day really, getting silver, and we're going to celebrate it over the next few weeks. We're going to get a big banner from UNICEF, a certificate, etc. So look out for social media and local newspaper and so on. Um, it does deserve a party, more. doesn't it? It does deserve a party, a pizza party. Pizza party. But the ambassadors that we were talking about that um, were so good today, I think they learned from the best, did they not? Yes. So These two guys for here. the big day, we invited back our first two rights ambassadors from S6 and our old captain, Nadia and Kirsty, welcome back. Hi, guys. Hi. Back again. So, they, they, they sound really enthusiastic compared to us already. Yeah, I think... Um, <laughs> I'm just glad to be back. I think it's been a long week for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like yeah. this is what uni life does to you, is that we've probably got up at two o'clock or something uh, like that yeah. just made their way in here. But So how are you, girls? We're good. It's weird to be back yeah. at school. Glad to be back. Yeah, yeah, it's just strange. I feel it like we're coming back on Monday now. A it? lot of things have changed yeah. since we've been away with the Feel Good Friday. And Which just took full part in that. I know, we were roped right into mm. singing a you song. You've completely engaged back with school life straight oh away. Oh my goodness. Just call you seventh years. Seventh yeah. years, yeah. Just come back for a we'll start year. it. <laughs> if you could, right now, would you come back this year? No. For, I a, think for a year, no. Even though I miss it so much, I think... Like we've done our time now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, totally. I feel quite old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Coming back, I feel really old. Uh-huh. But we felt dead young when we left, didn't uh-huh. we? We felt felt like we weren't ready. But a coming of age summer. Yeah. yeah, I feel like just going to uni for a couple of months. It's it's weird to come back to school mm-hmm. and it's see everyone. So, like, I don't know. Doing it's so strange. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what are you doing at uni now? So I'm doing PE teaching at Edinburgh Uni. It's very hard. Um, I'm doing basically the same thing, but I'm doing sports science to then do a postgrad to do PE teaching. So nice. Listen, you're just too late and not back in the school. I know. Teachers. This could be 
we could have you back on as colleagues. I know. Colleagues, wow. PE colleagues. And we were just saying it would only be in what? Like three, years? four years. Yeah, four years. It's I know. Crazy. Will you have retired by that? <laughs> So it's strange being back, but you're, you're enjoying it. You came yeah. back in Active Girls Day as well. I remember you I were know. holding up your signs and all that a year ago today. I know, so I know. Right, we made, the signs. Signs. I know we made our signs. I think we've got... come back on the most craziest day yeah. ever. Yeah. It's just about everything. There's a lot today. going on, so we've got pilgrims in that are walking all the way to Glasgow from Sweden, I think. Yeah, that, that is crazy. That is, yep. That's a unusual of it. That's not an every Friday event. No, it's not. Our school gets silver. And we've got Mr. Kellen dancing about outside our accreditation on roller yep. skates. Yes. <laughs> I was literally sitting talking to the guy that gave us it and Mr. <laughs> Kellen went back on roller skates. And we had to pretend that this was a serious boardroom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a man on roller skates. All the six outside. years that we've spoke to said this is actually pretty normal. So I know. I feel like everything's just so crazy. We were yeah. saying it's like a youth club. Yeah. It's honestly like you've walked into Centre Parks uh-huh. or something. Everything we're being the is... change. That's what's going on. We're yeah. being the change. Yeah, we're going to no bells. Bells. Yeah. That's a huge yeah. thing. And just yeah. talk about all the changes that we've had. Yeah. Three blocks in the morning. I know, yeah. that's right. I know. One block after lunch as well. Yeah. So we've only got one block and then we're up the road. So mm. that's good. I know. We were saying we had every variation of timetable that you could get. That's in right. Area, it's yes. seven or eight timetables mm. just in one year. I know. But the thing was that I think we were credited as how we dealt with the lockdown stuff. I think it was yeah. one of the best out there. I yeah. think we were. Yeah. Um, with our one way system as well. That's not here anymore. Thank goodness. Nobody understood that. In my school that I went to, we had a one way system as normal. Just normal. I think a couple of schools were like that. It was terrible. You had to go out in the rain when you were. You had to go all the way out round the school, and there was arrows, but nobody really followed it. No. This was like my first like. These kids don't know their born moment whenever everyone was complaining about like one year system. It's like, oh, it's just about to send them out. But that was whenever I was realised I was probably getting old. <laughs> Very true, you are old, that's fine. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, so, what else has been happening? What else have you just been up to? Working away somewhere? Yep. Uni life? Uni life. Uni Working, life, parking, turning 18. Job. You're 18, parking, tapping. Me and Mr. Hughes, and I believe Mr. McGrew featured on yep, that video. Yeah, quite a lot of teachers. Quite oh, a lot there's of more teachers. than that. All right, so yeah. One of my higher students said. said to me, uh, I think your party was just, just weekend just past hiking. there, so during the week there. Um, one of my hires said, Oh, I saw you at Kirsty Younger's 18 <laughs> up on a bike screen. <laughs> I was like, What? Right on a big projector, it was 20 Please minutes long. Please tell me that it was the same as, uh, remember the pass it on video when you went, oh. hi guys. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was like, was so it was like, hi Kirsty. <laughs> um, just wanted to wish you. I did a video for your 18. Put the camera around it already. I don't know how to work this mobile. But you were so famous, everybody should have heard everybody cheering for you. I was I done it in my living room, I wasn't actually in work when I done that. I thought it was just a wee message. For just like, like just in the general, family dinner table my mum made me a 20 minute long video and she got me Dora the Explorer. You know, you can get those cameo videos uh-huh. right, like of like yeah, celebrities yeah. speaking. Uh-huh. So she got me because I loved Dora when I was younger, got <laughs> right. me a video from like uh, the actual Dora Explorer. Did you, did you dress up as Dora? No, you dressed no, up as Dora. No, I did dress up as Dora. But and I had like a couple of my, like, my family talking, all the girls did it. What other teachers saying, done it? Who else? Mr. Mulgrew, the PE department. Um, 
use obviously yeah. music, music. Um, just that I think I think that was that yeah, yeah but it was amazing I just I wasn't expecting that a lot of work must have been into doing that yeah though. it was crazy 20 minutes a long time but as it well. was good because we had loads of people there from well six years obviously people that have left and a lot of six years now so it was good to have everybody back yeah, it was yeah. a really good for night. a big party bit of a reunion yeah but yes. that's about it. That's what it. have we been doing? Much, oh, not much to talk about. No. Just lots of uni. And it's lots big of hard work. It's a big difference though, uni, isn't it? Yeah, it's so challenging. Crazy. Are you in uni? Are you in uni? Or well, for me, it's only I'm only in once a week. Yeah, I'm the same, just um, for practical. Yeah, obviously we, we're doing like a very hands-on course, so it's quite hard not being in all the time. Yeah. Um, like it's hard to well, do like... PE on a screen. Yeah. Um, but it's just... I think that's quite similar for all courses but yeah. it's just yeah. you're in kind of once a week and that's pretty much it everything else is just put on for you and yeah i think it's still tough like in terms of uni there's still a lot of unis are still online learning mm-hmm. even after all this time and she got yeah. first that during yeah. school i know that was hard though that was that hard, was that very was hard, hard. it was that hard, was hard to try you and think learn, it was hard like... for you <laughs> right <laughs> it, was, it was very hard for us it's hard to learn a higher mm. on it definitely is. It's hard to teach a higher, and it must be hard to learn a higher. It's hard enough to learn a higher when you're in the yeah, class. Definitely. Never mind being at home. Um, I know I always go back to it, but that uh, Friday afternoon doing the Dehaunt formula with it would have oh been my. your class, Kirsty. <gasps> voting and it was. T- I think everybody lost the will to live at this point. Oh, it was horrendous. I don't think anybody really knew what was going no, on. No, but I didn't. I didn't know what was going on. I got a, de- I got a delivery in the middle of it, and everything. <laughs> I was going off in my flat. <laughs> I was having to go take an Amazon delivery in the middle of it. Not very professional, but anyway. So it that, was a good, ex- was the time, it was a good experiment on how that, that just won't ever happen in education. Like, yeah, we've joked know. about, I think we've said this before in the podcast, but we've joked about how like Mr Hughes will go from writing his textbooks to being the only modern studies teacher and you'll the kids will go into a pod in their room <laughs> and yeah. they'll get remote learning, but <laughs> it is not possible. No. Bums on no. seats, yes. the traditional way, that's Back what's in a needed. Yeah, absolutely. So it was great having you back, girls. Um, but Mr Hughes, you need to sneak off now because you've got a meeting, don't you? You're going to meet Miss... Graham and Mr Hale. Yep. So if you want to sneak off just now and the girls are going to hang about because they need to come up with a story for the end of the podcast because it's their job to do that this week. So if you you head off just now and by the time we've passed over to you magically, you will be with Miss Graham and Mr Hale. Thanks very much, Mr Craig. Um, I'm joined here by... Mrs Graham and Mr Hale, our health and wellbeing principal teachers, just to have a wee chat about um, what they're doing in the school and what they've done in the school this year with regards to their, their, their remit for health and wellbeing. So Mrs Graham, can you tell us a wee bit about the mental health ambassadors? Sure can. So our mental health ambassadors are a group of six-year pupils um, and they've undergone training since the start of August. Um, the training's through Place to Be, which is a, a charity organisation. So they've organised the training, the resources and things like that. Um, in the last two weeks, they've been delivering SL lessons to S2s yeah. all about the importance of mental health, removing the stigma yep. of mental health, which is obviously the most important thing that yeah. we try to do in the school at the moment. Yep. Um, just to understand that it's all right to... Talk about things and yeah. um, 
So it's pupils delivering sort of mental health pupils training to pupils. Delivering. That's good. We feel that that kind of bridges the gap a little yeah. bit. Because um, yeah. the ultimate aim is that it's a universal approach. Yeah. Opposed to it being... The traditional, you, like... You need to wait until uh, something's wrong with you. Yeah, 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 and yeah, then yeah. you go and do something. Whereas if you maybe got a bit more education about it to start yeah. with, you'll be aware of how to deal with it. Yeah. Coping mechanisms Mind when I was in school, it, it was always just like... If there was any issues with whatever it may be, mental health or bullying yeah. or any of that sort of stuff, you just spoke to your guide. Yeah, that was yeah. it. That was it. Yeah. Like, that was a sort of like yeah. <laughs> the only channel you could yeah, go down. Totally. And it was a secret. Um, it was Never a secret. I said to anybody. Yeah. You were embarrassed about yeah. it. Well, you didn't even know. I wouldn't have even known in second year. Yep. Yeah. About didn't talk about that. Mental, mental no. health. Like, did not talk about that in school. Yeah. I've came a long way with that, haven't we? Yeah. It's obviously with COVID, I guess it's maybe one positive that's came of it yep. people are much more yeah. self aware mm-hmm. and comfortable speaking about it I know even in my friendship group and yep. my family and things it's a, people I, I think are a lot more comfortable saying you know I'm actually not my great day yeah. and it's it's alright you're not thinking oh, ah, you can discuss it you can discuss it with like, Yeah. I suppose if the people see um, six years coming in to talk yeah. to them about it and That's stuff like it. that it's they, a role model a role thing model thing isn't it That's it. there's also benefits to the sixth year that is it's also educating them as well they didn't get that in second year so it's giving them the chance to, to learn a wee bit more it's also giving them a wee bit of confidence and yeah. delivering lessons and things like that as well which is going to help them absolutely yeah. school, so. and there's quite a lot of staff that have went through this training as well because there's yeah. staff walking about with the with I can see you've got one on just now yeah. blue it's lanyard it's yeah. ideal for a podcast but <laughs> I know, I know. Get the idea. I can um, verify it. So again, that's it's the mental health champions. That's just yep. to doing the same thing basically to to show that there's other people you can speak yeah, to, and it's not all about running to your, your guidance teacher. And of course, they're there first and foremost, but <coughs> it's just there as another level of support, really, and a bit more to to raise the profile of mental health. No, a positive experience. I want like to do the training for it. Um, so I'd like to get involved with yeah. that. That's definitely something I'd like to support. And yeah. um, the more people talking about mental health that, across that? the school and general pupils, staff, yeah. wider community parents, etc., the, yeah. the better. I'd There's definitely, definitely been a shift. I think it is. It's a lot more. It's normalised now, and it's you would you wouldn't think twice about saying to your pal, "I've got a banging headache, or I've got a sore stomach." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's about being able to say to them, "I'm yeah. actually really struggling with my work." Feeling anxious or whatever. And, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. And being able to have those conversations as soon as you're ready about your physical health. Absolutely, definitely. Right, Mr. Hill, you've had um, you've had uh, an outside charity coming in. Yes, um, I have. Organisation yeah. about gambling. Yeah, it's a, a man called Paul Pettigrew from a, a charity called Gam Talk. So this is kind of what we're trying to do yep. this this whole year. Um, have as many kind of charities and agencies coming in to talk to the pupils about different kind of issues that are going to affect them. Yeah. Uh, and this is all, all to do with a light up initiative. Yep. So Paul Pettigrew, he was a professional youth footballer. Um, I think he was playing Morton when he was 18 years old, got a contract and things like that, but things didn't work out for him. Yep. <clears throat> so after that, he got done well in school and things like that, got, um, got good grades, got into university and things like that, but he ended up not even completing a year of university. And within yeah. a year he was in £30,000 of debt from gambling. Yeah. Um, so it all just started off, went to the casino one night with his pals and um, ended up winning, like, say, £500 or something like that. Yeah. So, do you know what, this is really easy. Decided just to keep on doing that rather than going to university and things yeah. like that. And eventually, obviously, we know that it's not always going to go down that road, they're always winning and things like that. But yeah. 
to be honest, see now, <clears throat> now like um, it's good, but he's noticed, like he knew exactly where he went wrong and things yeah. like that, and he can come in and speak to people about it and things like that, which is absolutely brilliant. And the feedback we got from from the I, I stayed in for Did his you? presentation because mm-hmm. um, I think it was my fourth years. Would it have been that I took along? And I thought it was exceptional. I uh-huh. thought his presentation was really relatable to the pupils, yeah. like because he was like obviously a young guy, he was yeah. like in his twenties and stuff like that. And especially a lot of the boys, um, they were really like just standing. They were just sitting listening to guy. It was good talking. how brutal he was, but it was. He was so honest. He was so honest. And this is a big issue, isn't it, with gambling? Because gambling isn't your old traditional sort of like going mm. to the bookies like an old guy and putting That's a bet on the horses uh-huh. it's on your phone and you can put it's bets okay. on like in yeah. seconds yep. and lose hundreds of pounds exactly. in 20 years time I don't even think bookies will exist I know you're right um, but it's good but like, he's obviously he's man enough now to come in and yeah. uh, obviously speak to everybody about it and be very very honest about all the kind of different things you went through you know yeah I, mean? I definitely think those sorts of real life experience talks that when people come in and chat to the pupils yeah. about is much yeah. is much more hard hitting definitely it was yeah. excellent and I noticed we follow him on the school follows him on the uh, Instagram he's got yeah. an Instagram yeah. sort yeah. of feed and stuff I think all the kids have he told me he went up by like, like 400 followers uh, is that right he was like sleeping out for like a homeless charity or yeah. something yeah. and they were all following him stuff so yeah. That's a big compliment. I know. That's, <laughs> how, that, that's how you measure impact these days, that, isn't that it? You measure impact by how many followers you get. <laughs> I know. I know. But it's has. definitely relatable. Like, you'll know yourself. You've yeah. probably got pals who yeah. yourself put on a bet. Sometimes yeah. I'll put on a cup and things like that at the weekend. But the amount of like stories he was telling us, and I was comparing them to my friends. Totally. And yeah. I was actually thinking, yeah. I said this to the pupils as well. Um, there was one time where it was like a week long accumulator. Yeah. so he was only waiting on one out of seven or something like that and it was on the Monday and I remember watching this game on the Monday with him and um, he needed over I think it was something like that it was like over six corners in the game or something like that and there was only six Yeah. so he was waiting for like 20 minutes just in a corner to come in this and because he was that sure it was going to come in he starts planning what he's going to spend the money on uh, and things like that yeah. so he was telling kind of similar stories like that as well and Obviously, he's, he's grown as well, because he's got a lot of ambassadors and things like that as well. Yeah, you know, no, absolutely. Like, on Shankland and all that, so... No, he's you absolutely see how brilliant. Is, like, you only hear the people, or oh, he went to a grand the casino, or he won that, exactly. that, but you don't know, obviously hear about the losing. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? You think it sounds like easy money. Yeah. Like, that would pay for your holiday or whatever. I know. Yeah. That, but I know, and it, it, it is an addiction, sport. isn't it? It's an addiction. Mm-hmm. That, we were talking about mental health earlier, but, like... It doesn't. It's obviously associate drugs and alcohol yeah. and stuff, but gambling is yeah. just Definitely. the same sort of idea. Yeah. It's it's, uh, it? it's hard to cut off. Glamorous, I suppose, yep. if you're coming. Yeah, and obviously, like money, but... people's eyes maybe not putting bets in that one, but he compared it. Remember, he compared it to FIFA points. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, almost every teenage boy plays FIFA on the Xbox or PlayStation, yeah. and yeah. every single person put their hand up saying they went and bought FIFA points to try and get a better team. Things uh-huh. like that. They don't need it. They can still get yeah, points and that. that. Yeah. Um, so it just shows you kind of the different routes maybe absolutely no it was fantastic um, definitely get him back in in the future it was, it was superb yeah. and this is Graham Active Girls Day moving on to, yeah. to that so that's so, coming up soon yeah it's coming up on Friday yep. um, which is today in podcast land podcast land yeah. it might be today it depends yeah. when we get this out <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's sometime past um, or present yeah so <laughs> near that day um, so it's happening on Friday um, for those who don't know it I guess it's one of my favourite without being 
totally cheesy. One of my yeah. favourite days of the year. Yeah. Um, there's such a buzz about the department when it's on and the whole school, I think. Yeah, um, definitely. And it's it's a day of focusing and celebrating girls in sport. Yeah. Um, and also on the flip side of that, for girls that aren't so interested in sport, trying to give them some opportunities and showing them yeah. what other things they can do. Um, so sport isn't always badminton. You don't need to do that. Like, yeah. get it, that's not for everybody. But yep. So we've got things like roller disco coming in. We've got yoga. My third years are absolutely buzzing for that. That's Sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a great day. So the roller disco is probably it's the most different thing, I guess. So that's a bit exciting. Yeah. Um, ah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But it's just to show different ways of exercising and different ways of being physically active and the benefits of yeah. it all and to tie it back into all the mental health stuff it, yeah. it is it's the first thing a doctor would say to you if you if you were struggling is get some exercises yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. going to help yeah. your hormones and all that and it's, yeah just, how do you put up with all the boys coming up to you saying why is that active girls day I think you still getting that mm, less so because I think Cause how many more, years have you been doing it now since I started so Oh, yeah, 2013 was it? Like, yeah. I don't think they've done it right away. So it's yeah. October 2014. Yeah. Um, it's a sports Scotland initiative. It's not. It's not a case of us just deciding. Making it up. Yeah. We like the girls better, so we're going yeah. to give them a roller disco. I yeah. think. Um, it's, it's a well-known fact, I guess, that boys have got a higher participation rate yeah. and more likely <coughs> to be involved in clubs and things like that outside. Absolutely. So it's, it's a targeted approach yep. for girls yep. and we do it all schools do it differently we go all singing all dancing yep. to try and get them involved no, and we just find it a really good day and I think like obviously last year the last 18 months has been so disrupted that first and second year haven't they've not had a chance in school I don't think they've not had the same no definitely not in the same way I don't especially with PE the they've not had yeah. the same buy-ins yeah. and yeah. the younger yeah. ones the older yeah. ones have had they've not had clubs they've not yeah. had the dance show they've not had all these things so it's just an opportunity for them to see what we're all about it's not just walking around the school anymore this is PE and, and, and if you can hook in even half a dozen pupils half a, do- half a, half a dozen a girls that just, don't, yeah. just don't like sport totally. it's that sort of like there is that mindset among some girls, like, I just hate pee, I don't like yeah. it, let's crap, yeah. and all that sort That's of stuff. I mean, but it's moving away from the traditional activities. They know we're flexible. Yeah. Gets, they know us a wee bit better as well. Yeah. So, they know yourself out with curriculum, you, you tend to, yeah. you can build a bit stronger relationships. Changes the so, dynamic, doesn't it? Totally, so. That's no, always a successful day, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And um, a rights respecting schools group always gets involved in that and raises some of the children's rights that are, yeah. um, that are, uh, applicable to that day obviously so mm-hmm. um, magic okay last thing then anti-bullying week because that's coming up in November isn't it yep. that's so that is popular week beginning the 15th of November yep um, so last year again I think there was a few things that happened but we just want to try and again make it bigger um, yep. I think everybody yep. could say <clears throat> we've been impacted by bullying in one way or another in yep. their yep. life yep Um some more than others obviously so we just want to try and get a few different events happening at lunchtime after school eh, no, sorry, lunchtime and break time yep. and possibly in the curriculum as well about showing how it ties yep. into all Definitely. different things um, so Caitlin Knox who's our health and wellbeing captain is going to be kind of taking the lead on that working with the, yeah. the health and wellbeing ambassadors but the, the focus this year is one kind word so again it's about flipping it yeah to take away the negativity of bullying and actually just thinking about mm. being nice to people so there's yeah. obviously been all the 
be kind. Yeah, we're going to say that there's been that sort of movement so. within society, hasn't yeah. there, about be kind, if you get anything to say, be kind sort of yeah. thing. And that ties in with social media, which Absolutely. our pupils are on, and mental health as yeah, well. Yeah, so I think it's just some people struggle to take positive comments as well, so it's yeah. about learning to... That is a good way to look at it, it that's... I've noticed that change with um, Black History Month as well. Yeah. It's about trying not to look at you know the struggles of black yeah. people in the past, yeah. but more celebrating. Celebrating mm-hmm. it, exactly. Um, and I think that sort of way of tackling these sort of pertinent issues is quite you know, forward yeah. thinking now. Yeah. That's yeah. brilliant. Everybody's had their negativity. Negativity, yeah. Just, exactly. You know, we'll back to you to that. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Listen, thanks very much for coming on. Thank um, you for finally inviting us. Yeah, I know. I know. I feel bad. <laughs> Um, he's are doing fantastic work in the school I mean as we've nice. just heard there so um, keep up the good work um, yes indeed Definitely. absolutely cheers guys well uh, thanks for the heads up that we'll come back to HQ there Mr Hughes so, <laughs> so we know that you're a busy guy um, and you were that busy that you caught up with um, our SYP candidates or Scottish Youth Parliament candidates but on a side note, did you hear um, the man that was assessing us today saying he was a founding member of I the did hear that. That, was a, that was unbelievable. It was, that was I a wee surprise very, that came very, out of it. Very impressive. Um, I think he was taken away from the fact that Alyssa was trying to describe what it was to him and he was a founding <laughs> member of it. So, so we've got Alyssa and Rudy who are standing from our school for our constituency and you caught up with them. So I'm going to pass back over to you now. Right, thanks Mr Craig. Uh, so I'm joined here by... Rudy Shannon and Alyssa McSwiggan of S5, who are both running as candidates this year for the Scottish Youth Parliament. The Scottish Youth Parliament is essentially the same as the Scottish Parliament, except that it works to represent the views of young people, a very, very important group in Scotland, um, especially with children's rights becoming so prominent uh, these days. So Rudy and Alyssa are, are putting herself forward. They're going to tell us a little bit about themselves, a little bit about their ideas and why they want to stand to become a member of the, the Youth Parliament here in Scotland. So I'm just going to start off by asking them a few questions, and they're going to tell us a few answers. Alrighty. So I'll start off by asking question number one. What inspired you to become involved in politics and um, stand as a, a candidate? Uh, oh, I'm running for SYP because uh, I met a young MP called Amy Callaghan, who has been through traumatic experiences throughout her life. Uh, and I met her back in 2018 when she was running uh, to be our local constituent. Right. And she showed me that young people are the ones who make the change now. Uh, and we are the future of politics. And if we don't help now, then no one will. Thanks, Rudy. Brilliant. Alyssa? I say I'm inspired by other young people and yep. other young people's achievements. And I feel like... I would like to follow in their footsteps and help save the planet and also just help others in general. And I feel like by running for SYP, I could be playing a part in helping society. Excellent, Alyssa, thank you. Okay, I'll go on to the second question. What skills and qualities do you think makes a really good candidate? Well, I would say, first of all, confidence. Yeah. And with confidence comes trust. So the more confidence, I suppose, that you you show to other people, the more that they'll feel that they'll feel safe almost. I also feel that listening is also a huge factor. Yeah. And being able to listen to other people's problems and how to solve them and how they think they can solve them would be a great quality to have. Yeah, absolutely. 
think politicians can always listen more. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Ready? Help yourself. Uh, well, I think a good candidate is someone who's very good at public speaking, who's not, who doesn't shy away from a challenge for speaking with from three-year-olds to 90-year-olds. Yep. Someone who can talk to the broad ranges of people. Um, and again, like Alyssa said, someone who's confident and trustworthy, someone uh, who makes people think that I can go and speak to them without feeling like they're judging me. So that's why I think that makes a good candidate. Yeah, definitely. Somebody that can be approachable. Um, certainly certainly as a youth, um, a member of the youth parliament, that's definitely a characteristic you have to have, isn't it? That, that other young people can, can come up to you and share their ideas and their views and stuff like that. Great. Okay, um, we'll go on to our last question. What are you specifically passionate about passionate about yourselves and what are your sort of main if you give us maybe a policy or two um to tell the young voters out there that are potentially going to be voting for you um in november well uh, my main policy is the environment i've been into the environment for the past few years i've been involved with various groups that have helped me um change communities uh with equipment that can help them sort of better their environment um and I think the environment's changing rapidly. Yep. And if we don't sort of all band together and help, then it's going to crumble without the help of the young people. Yeah, very relevant now, really, with COP26, isn't it? And, um, you know, certainly going to be a lot of campaigning around the environment over the next few weeks in Glasgow, I'm sure. OK, Alyssa? Well, I'm standing for three main issues, and right. that's the environment basically poverty change and equalities. So I've especially acknowledged other kids' views on the climate crisis. We all feel passionately about reducing our waste and playing our part in helping the planet. And I feel like with me running, I could be a voice almost for the young people's main issues. So I've also noticed that a lot of young people sort of miss clubs they used to go on, miss breakfast clubs, almost kids' discos, um, educational clubs, just more activities for young people to get involved with. And if adults complain all the time about us being on our phones 24-7, why don't they just give us something to do? Mm. And I feel like I could be a driving force in giving young people what they actually want. Brilliant. Thanks, Alyssa. There's certainly scope there coming coming back to a more, a more normal society post-COVID to offer more opportunities for young people to get involved in extracurricular clubs, both in school, but also in wider society, isn't there? Well, thanks very much, guys. Um, I guess I'll give you a wee opportunity just um, at the very end here, just to open the mic to you, is to, to pitch your campaign, because um, our, our election day is going to be on the 12th of November. So when this podcast goes out um, at the start of November, we won't be too far away from, from voting day. So is there any last message you want to send um, to the voters out there? Um, I think you uh, should vote for, obviously, who you feel yep. is better, but make sure that you read what is what they're campaigning for, not just uh, if you're friends with them or because you like them. Uh, I think you should vote for me because I'm trustworthy, I've got a great worth ethic, and I've got an attitude to change uh, things. Yep. So I think that's why you should vote for me. Thanks, Rudy. Alyssa? I would say I think you should vote for me because I will listen to your ideas and I want to bring change. And I want to bring ideas to the table that not everyone has thought of before. 
But if you want to check out more of my ideas, go to my Instagram, at MixWiggin.SYP. I know that's a bit of self-promoting, but <laughs> might as well when I'm at love it. Love it, Alyssa. Absolutely love it. But I'll do everything in my power to help everyone in my community strive for a cleaner, greener, cleaner and better Scotland. Brilliant. Excellent. True politician story <laughs> there. That was great. And Rudy, you've got an Instagram too, don't you? I do. It's Rudy underscore Shannon underscore SYP. <laughs> And you'll see, you'll see posters up around our school and the wider community, by the way, um, of not just Rudy and Alyssa, but of other candidates that are standing for our constituency um, here. So that's pupils from other schools, for example. I think there's three candidates in Lindsay, isn't there, as well? And, yeah, there is. Yeah, and there's quite a, a few, few people. From, I think there's one from Turnbull as well. Right, OK. Nice academy, oh, I yeah, as well. all very yeah. good campaigns. Brilliant. So a very competitive, and only two two candidates can get elected for our constituency. So a very competitive field. So check out all the manifestos. Check out the Eastern Bartonshire um, Scottish Youth Parliament website, and you can find out more about the candidates. But at this point, I will now pass back to headquarters. Right. Thanks for the heads up that time, Mister Hughes. That makes no things go a wee bit uh, more seamless. So. Just before they leave us again, I mean, I feel like we've been in this position before and they gave us some very wise words last time. I think if you go back a few podcasts, you'll hear some very wise words from the girls. But the section is called Beat the Buzzer. So you have to... Have you ever seen Graham Norton? Uh-huh. And they've got the big red chair. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, right. So if you can tell a story and it is good enough, you... You will beat the buzzer. If yeah. it is not good enough, you will hear a sound, and with that sound will be you failing, and you will wow. have not beat the buzzer. No pressure. So this is <laughs> us p- piling on the pressure here. Right. So all we're going to say is it has to be something Angel related. It yeah. doesn't need to be too funny. It can be your best memory, your happiest memory, right. your what stands out for you. Over to you guys. Well, we're going to do a wee mashup of yeah. our best memories, all kind of like. In relation to COVID, you're probably sick of hearing about it, but obviously our year was the most memorable ever. Um, So one of the first things we're just going to talk about is our water fight that we had on one of the last days. Um, This was was a first ever. Uh Never seen before, never done before. Water fight. That was good. I remember being down there for it for Um, social media and it was quite fun. So everybody brought their own stuff. We had buckets and buckets and buckets of water balloons. I know. It was... (laughs) Honestly, crazy. crazy. I went home on the school bus, uh-huh. drenched. <laughs> Everyone was staring at me. Uh, I don't think the teachers were that impressed, to be honest. But, no. Uh, no, it was a good <laughs> laugh. I remember that day. It was a good laugh. You just had the inflatables out, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I had the inflatables. Um, that was like, like our second last day or something Yeah, like they were... Yeah, we so you had that day, then the mass, then it was your last day, uh-huh. yeah. I think is how it worked. Um, we had the pass the phone on our last week. Yeah, I think that, that was, was our biggest thing of our six year was all these videos that we made. Obviously, we had to do our Everything six year talent show yeah. virtually. Yeah. So everybody in their own wee groups made their own videos. And um, we, all, we did a big year group one and we did uh, Stick to the Status Quo from High School Musical. And um, we managed to get no idea how... Judson Vico, our former head boy to be Troy. On the Marina Bridge. On the Marina Bridge. (laughs) And um, we had Jack Brownlee being Ryan, Mitzi being Sharpie. We had all our main characters and we all um, sat in the common room and this was when it was prime COVID and we all had to wear masks. (laughs) And um, obviously we were singing about playing music at full blast. Mr Um, Killen came up, running up the stairs, 
Aye, quiet down. <laughs> he went off his head. He went off his head, but it was so worth it in the end because I think everybody absolutely loved it. And I featured in that, and it was probably the most awkward yeah. experience in my life ever because <laughs> yeah. I had yeah. to mime, and I was like, "This is something I'm not. This is a bridge I've not crossed in <laughs> my life yet." Me and your dad in yeah. high school. <laughs> me and Miss Malavi featured in it, and it was very awkward. Yeah, for teachers me. of the year, obviously. Yeah, yeah. no, I wasn't yeah. going to bring still, that up. I'm still caught up about that. You can be all the flavours in the world, but you choose to be salty. <laughs> <laughs> that video was amazing. It I remember was they showed it in class, mm-hmm. and uh, it was so professional the way it was put together. Yeah, yeah thanks to Christy Murray. Yeah. He's had to totally adapt to do something. Um, I know. a talent show, and that was amazing. I think I we got loads of teachers involved as well with the passophone thing. That was Mr. Craig's idea. That worked out pretty well. See the good thing about yeah. see the good thing about having to make all those videos and do it virtually. Like you'll have them forever. Yeah, I know. Like, we, we always say that. Like all of the other six years, they don't have videos of their talent show, but we'll always have that. Yeah. Like after, I remember after the last day, I was lying in my bed, sad that I've left school, and I just watched all of the videos because yeah. I was just so emotional about it all but yeah I think all of those memories made our sixth year like the best yeah it really close unique, it's yeah. a memorable sixth yeah. year he's, I think. Really, he's really stood up and made it brilliant yeah. considering yeah. everything was sort of working against you yeah. like, I'll always remember your year that there was like a proper togetherness of like because everyone was in this rubbish situation yeah, we all definitely. like definitely I think that came down from everybody teachers like SMT everybody was like right we can't yeah. we can't let it ruin what the most of it, yeah, like, definitely. So, and I'm so happy that this, the sixth year this year can have everything that we didn't yeah. have. Like, yeah. they're, they're obviously getting their prom and things like that that we, we didn't get. And said, make the most of it, because they're Feel Good Friday. I'm just so hung up on this. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Crazy. So have you just had a good day out in the school to come back? Yeah, it's been really great coming back. I'm sure this isn't the last (laughs) (laughs) of It won't be the last we hear of you because we've still got gold to go. That's right. I know, we keep saying, oh, thanks for having us back in the podcast for the last time. (laughs) You need to have the OGs back on every time, but you never know, in a couple of years you could be back running the rights respecting schools. Very true. And we're now on the path to gold, so... Thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Did you sing through the battle call? Did you ring like silver in the wasted light? Still, I'm trying to find.